This is a this is a an honor, mm-hmm. and I I for a little backstory, yeah, um, yeah. I met you at the comedy store. What the comedy store over here on Sunset? Okay, and uh, you saw me on stage. Briefly chatted after. You were funny in the two seconds that we talked afterwards, mm-hmm. which was a a treat. And yeah. then I started the Laker game a few nights after, and yeah. you were so sweet. Came yeah. up to me, chummed it up, told me like ten stories in five minutes about the Laker days. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you were telling me stories about being next to Bird and Magic courtside with like Jack. Well, that's true. Yeah. How many? How many uh, of these stories has has Kale's heard? Oh, all of them. So many. Yeah. Well, most of them, I think. There's some. I'm I'm thinking maybe I should leave for part of the episode because maybe there are some he has that I don't know. Right, how many yeah. years did we have uh, courtside Lakers tickets? Oh, you weren't born yet. Well, I was. They, you brought me. <laughs> oh, that's right. You were a baby. I was little. Whoa. Yeah. You literally like Shaq. <laughs> well, who doesn't magic. like Shaq? Wait, what it about was Jack? magic at that point. <laughs> Jack and, yeah. Chevy, how, how cool is it to that your uh, your daughter is... Um, Talking? Is <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you enjoy going to the comedy store and like just being around, you know, I comedy vibes at this point? Yeah? I do like it. Yeah. No, I'm going to be serious. Um for someone who's done so much comedy, I'm just always curious, like how you, what makes you laugh at this? Uh, after doing so much, being at the forefront of so much, and providing so much joy and laughter, like what makes you uh, giggle? Honestly, my dad was an f- f- extremely funny man. He was mm. a publisher and an editor and a writer, and um, he just was so damn funny that it just, I, ca- I caught on, I guess. I don't know, you know. Uh, I I improvise basically. That's what I do. I'm you. You'll rarely, if ever, see me with a script that says laugh. Um, it's just uh, natural for me, and it seemed like it was natural for my father. Yeah, who's dead now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, very <laughs> often when when Dad gets a script, I've been around for this at least mm. for the last. <laughs> Yeah, bit of time. Yes. Very often when he gets a script, um, he goes over it and re rewrites it or what? moves things. When you get a script, you often rewrite it or go through oh, things yeah. and I change things. Oh yeah, I thought you said relate. No. Okay, rewrite. No, yeah. you rewrite. I mean, um, even uh, Harold and I rewrote the uh, what were they? The first one was Vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harold Ramis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rewrote it. Wow. Was there a moment you realized, like, did you make a, was it your dad laugh, a teacher laugh, people in the family? Because I feel like every person who's in the comedy business has that audience that they know of innately that they they go, oh, I got that person to laugh. I've never seen them laugh before because of what I did. Did you have that experience with someone? Uh, I was very funny in school. And, uh, you know, I had to skip a couple of grades because of how funny I was. But <laughs> Did you? Really? Yeah, I did. Did you really? 
Yeah. He, I, uh, I raised my hand in the class and said, Miss Newby, Miss <clears throat> uh, Newby, can I go take a shit? <laughs> she said, Mr. Chase, Mr. Chase, I don't find that funny. All right, I'll be right back. I'm take a shit. <laughs> we got to get this kid to the fifth grade. This is, well, this is what happened. Actually, he got, he was. Uh, she, was she was there. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I, you've, I'm saying this from things you've told me. And I'm remind, I'm one-upping you right now. Like in basketball. <laughs> Any mail from okay. me? <laughs> yeah. What? I'm, I'm passing to you, okay? Listen. Remember when, so he, he got in trouble. For I'm sure being hilarious. Of course. And he. You have class clown vibes for he sure. He was a class clown. Yeah. <gasps> Sweetheart, did you hear that? I'm uh, deadly asleep. I'm 85 years old. Can't I just sleep the last two years of my fucking life? Just let them break in. You know, if you've ever wanted to make your home feel safer, <laughs> you're just like me. And there's no better time than now. This week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving you my About Last Night podcast listeners. 40% off their award-winning home security. We love Simply Safe here at ALN because it has everything you need to make your home safe. Indoor and outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. Simply Safe was even named the best home security system of 2021 by US News and World Report, and they know what the fuck they're talking about. You can easily customize a system for your home online in minutes and even get free custom recommendations from Simply Safe. Every year, Simply Safe is giving away huge discounts, and this year is no exception. Right now, you can get a complete home security system starting at just over $100. That's insane. There are no long-term contracts or commitments. It's a really easy way to start feeling a little bit more safe and have a stronger peace of mind when you go to bed. Well, that's all I want. I just want to eat my applesauce, jerk off, and sleep. Well, you can do that, sir. Right now, if you take advantage of Simply Safe's holiday sale and get 40% off your new home security system by visiting simplysafe.com/about. Again, that's simplysafe.com/about right now for 40% off your entire system. Hurry. This offer ends soon. I really I, tr- I truly feel like you just had a, an awareness yeah. of like Making large pe- groups of people laugh at one time was like going to be your thing, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess uh, I didn't hear any of the laughing as we were leaving. Obviously, I go, <laughs> but um, but it was funny to you. Yeah, the yeah, silliness. So it's of funny it. to me, and the silliness. Yes. It's not to hurt anybody's feelings or yes. anything like that. It's just that it seemed like, uh, in a way, like an early kind of John Cleese, uh, Monty Python, Monty Python, Monty Python yeah. types things. Yeah, was yeah. that an influence for you? Well, not back then. They weren't even oh, that's know, right. doing oh, that's anything. That's right, yeah. Uh, but uh, Who did kind of influence you comedically? Who did you like when you were coming up that got you kind of like... Well, I told you my dad. Yeah. Um, Chaplin. Chaplin was my first favorite. No shit. Yeah, because I'm a very physical comic. and The best. The stuff he did uh, was just brilliant to me. And I know he was short. Uh, 3'11". I don't know. But... Uh, <laughs> We'll Google it. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um... <laughs> and Buster Keaton. Too. Yeah, Buster Keaton. Yeah. Uh, who tore his arm off grabbing a thing. Subway car. Did he really? He, no. Oh. But he, he reached out as it was going by and just grabbed it like this and went out of the, out of the screen. I mean, just with the bus. Oh, my God. Come on. That's good. That's Genius. so good. Harry, uh... uh 
There's a, f- a funny guy, huh? Harry yeah. Belafonte. <laughs> I spent the summer. <laughs> I spent the summer in, in uh, uh, Vancouver with uh, my best friend's mom and him, and and she was an actress named Vivica Linforce, hmm. and he uh, he was one of her great friends. Yeah. And he came out and stayed with us, and it was just unfortunately uh, a dud. I mean, I expected to hear things about being out, oh, anything. Yes. And he was a very nice guy, but, you know, he and Vivica would sit in the kitchen <laughs> like that. And uh, I'd put my ear out to hear what he'd said. And he'd say, it's five o'clock or something. No, just nothing. Nothing. No. No substance. Uh, by the way, if he's still alive today, I'd like to apologize to him. <laughs> <laughs> for fucking his wife. Yeah, I was going to say. He oh, no, that's, to not, that's not it. I didn't mean that. For taking his mail. I'm sorry. That's I get, what the, it was. Got I get those mail. mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would. Yeah, I think it's safe to say you're regarded as the best physical comedian uh, of all time. I oh, think that's really nice. Thanks. I know. I feel that. I felt that way since I was introduced to you. I was telling you before as we were walking in. I was rewatching on Carson when you gave uh, a basically a uh, demonstration of how to do a chair fall. And I'm watching this, and I'd never seen this before. And Carson's like, hey, "We've got a chair, shit up for you, and a glass of water, and you go." Up. And you give a whole breakdown of it, a whole break, a physical, <laughs> like a comedy class. Yeah. At this point, was blowing people's minds. I'm sure. I'm watching, being like. If, if I was a kid watching this, I'd be like, holy shit, the best in the biz is giving a breakdown of moment to moment and, and the intention of why you have the chair there and why you have the glass. And, and it's, uh, yeah. do you remember this? And there was, you're like, I do it's now. something yeah. to, you need something, a reason. And you have mom there and the glass is the reason to fall. You can't just fall over a chair. Yeah. Yeah. So you went off stage and you go, mom, I'm going to go refill the glass. And then you walk back. And the way that you, you, you turn and, and the chair is maybe five feet away from you. So when you turn to walk, you know, it's just far away enough so that it, it people aren't going to question, well, how come he didn't see it? Because yeah, the two yeah. steps you take towards the chair yeah. are just enough to not see it when you're looking straight forward. Yeah. The yeah. way you hit it and make it look so effortless. But then I'm like, I watched like 10 times in a row because I'm like, it looks so calculated. And you fall and then you even stick your ass up. The glass is still kind of hold. You The chair, uh, you know, violently goes to the ground, which adds to the whole fall. Your legs are flying all and then you just get up. You know, we were great friends, Johnny Carson and me, uh, uh, to his death. Uh, he didn't smoke enough, that's why. And he, I mean, yeah, nobody knew he smoked. But uh, co- of course, when it was commercial, kind of, you know, wow. he, he was a, and that killed him, COPD. Yeah. Was he a fan? Did he like having you on? Was there always like, because you guys well, had. Come on, yeah, because uh, we played poker together uh, um, at uh, Dan Mullick's uh, yep. place out here. Dan they had a big produced. poker game that they would do. Oh, <laughs> <Dad>. <laughs> this is an amazing still here. dynamic, by the way. There's going to be a podcast. I think he forgot. <laughs> forgot the um, Well, also the don't forget about the falling. What? Your your falling and how good you got at it, and there oh. it was pretty rare that he hurt himself, but there were a few times. Well, when I went on SNL, yeah, and it was uh, Lauren on my show. I mean, we put it together and got the cast and all that. And so that's just the two of us in this big office. And um, why did I know that? Well, that's you... why I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Okay. <laughs> so somehow it turned into, uh, you know, the first one was uh, John Belushi and Michael O'Donoghue on two different chairs. And Michael saying, uh, I would like to feed your your fingertips 
to the Wolverines. And John is supposed to say that back. And he goes, I would like to feed your fingertips to the Wolverines. Next, uh, Michael says, next, little Bonnie or something like that. And then Michael goes, <gasps> heart attack. So John goes, that's what time. Then I come out uh, and for no good reason say, live from New York, it's Saturday night. And that, uh, I was stuck with that and falling. <laughs> for the well, rest but, of the fucking but, year. So what I was going to bring up is... I come out and do a really bad, yeah. a hard fall over the stair uh, banister onto a table filled with people eating and crush it and, you know, just any kind of fall. Uh, and uh, except it was... Uh, well, he would... So he would work with the prop the prop master yeah. and, and make sure that everything was in the right place right. for the fall. And, and then there was one time, I mean, but he, Willie Day, the prop man. Yeah. I didn't actually know that you preceded every live from New York with a fall. So that became the thing for yeah. each episode. Yeah. Was, and that was Lauren's idea or did you guys kind of jam on that together? Lauren, I, uh, there was no fall uh, in the first one. Yeah. Um, but the second one, oh, Lauren knew I could take these tough Spills, falls. Yeah. And, um, I said, listen, I don't want to just say live from New York on Saturday night. Uh, let me do something. And he said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm starting to think, what's funnier? You know, what would, how about if every fucking show I, I fall and hurt myself, you know? So that's where it began. But there was a fall with uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd was Jimmy Carter in a debate with Gerald Ford. Me. Yes. You crush those. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, I'd say things to the questioners there of like, uh, I think it was uh, Jane uh, saying something with numbers or something. And I said, uh, I understand there would be no math, you know, before. <laughs> Classic. As, as I understood it, you know. And then uh, fall with the lectern in front of me. <laughs> Onto the lectern, and then uh, not shortly thereafter, I peed blood. <laughs> oh so, no! From I the swear. fall. Yeah. Oh my. So, God. Uh, but you know, show went on, and then I was in the hospital for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> you you truly just anything for the laugh type mentality, or well, you just trust so. yourself too. Yeah, I trust myself, but um, yeah, that was a tough one because the, the prop master Willie Day. Mm. Um, it was a really a great old guy, but he had forgotten to, uh, in looking at the at the uh, lectern, uh, when it's facing you, you have a, uh, just an open space kind of. So I went down, but in fa fact he had left a heavy piece of wood in the middle of the lectern. Oh back. God! So yeah. I hit that with my abdomen, as it were, and uh, peed. Can you break down for me the energy when you would fall, or how about when you do the live from New York at Saturday night? That energy in Studio 8H is, I mean, like every person who's a fan of the show, people who might like myself who dreamed about being on it, think about that moment and to be a part of it in that way. Is it, does it give you goosebumps to think about it? Like the energy in the room? Cause I know it's like unlike anything else. No, it, it makes me pee blood. <laughs> <laughs> With joy, I think that's a happy pee. Yeah. 
No, we... Hey, look at this. Come on, look, it's red. Anyway, um, uh, 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 come on. Uh, it, it was great to do the physical comedy because yeah. I was filled with that in my heart of hearts. And, uh, and uh, therefore, people recognized uh, that the show was going to start that way, and they looked forward to it, you know. I only killed two people falling. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it just physical to me is all comedy, really. I mean, ultimately, uh, uh, your choice to stare like that. Uh, <laughs> really? I mean, uh, I, 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 nothing against it, but who the fuck are you? <laughs> That's Brian. Your biggest fan. Because uh, you look at every season. There's I have friends who have been on one and done. And yeah. to me, they're some of the funniest people I know. And I go, man, they just didn't find their groove with the show. Yeah. You know, like oh, you, oh, you know or what? didn't have writers that dug them or I every show that I saw ever, uh for I mean forever, uh um they would open it with live from New York, right? But there was my live from New York. Live from you know, real real and then we got people on now going live from New York Saturday night, or you know, yeah, uh, uh, and live from New York. It's Saturday night. Nothing bigger. Gotcha. It's just, it's just not right. You There's have to, you have to you know, scream it. Yeah, you have Bring to bring the enthusiasm. Cut yourself the, from the script that you've just done at the beginning of the show. The uh, what's that called? Re dress rehearsal. No. Cold huh? open. Huh? Cold, cold open. open. Yeah. Cold, uh, cold opening. Brian, put your pants back on, please. <laughs> I know you like me. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I yeah, have no you, idea what your hands are doing. You, you help Chevy out with one, with one phrase, man. That doesn't constitute you taking your wiener out, all right? No, a wiener. That's how would you call. <laughs> Two and one on Gomez. Fly ball to center field, and it's gone. Whoa! I hope you didn't bet that he was going to hit a double because you just lost it all, you dumb shit. Are you guys feeling like sports betting's getting a little out of your? realm of understanding do you feel like when it comes to sports betting you don't know where to start <laughs> do you understand the market's moving and which smart bets are out there and you want to have fun and 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 listen while you're doing it but you just don't know what the fuck you're doing well betql daily sponsored by FanDuel, is the must listen show for sports bettors and sports fans alike i like the sports bet i don't know what i'm truly doing i'm a fan i follow the stats and the players but i need people pros to really give me uh, the insights and break down what's going on so I can make my bets properly. BetQL Daily is hosted by Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth, and they serve up wage entertainment. That's wagertainment. Yeah, that's a real word. Served up by the best sports talk people in the betting biz. They're going to give you the insights you need each day for each game that you want. Find out where the market is moving across all the week's biggest sporting events. If you missed out on the earlier games, BetQL Daily has you covered there too with recaps from some of the biggest recent moments in sports. If you're not sure where to start with your sports betting and you're just like me and you're clueless but you love the games and you want to bet, start with BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel. Listen weekdays 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Odyssey, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Right, Al Pacino? All right, it's time to win, baby. Hoo-ah. Wait, how'd you get in here? That first, that original cast is, I mean. I, I agree with you on that. I, I have not seen any Saturday Night Live since then, and I will turn it on every show. Yeah. That's anywhere near as off-putting, off <laughs> anywhere near as good as them. I mean, they were all terrific. Uh, Danny Aykroyd, the resident genius of that. Uh, yeah, I've heard you say that. He was kind of the, 
Well, you know, uh, he'd have some piece that, first of all, how about when he did Julia Childs? Yes, amazing. And it just began just, I mean, that was brilliant. Yeah. And then he did um, something where he was sort of sitting uh, on part of a stage there, a little darker area, and he had a suit on, and he had a, a, a painting about like so and so, four, four by four, whatever. And he was carefully pointing out the, the people in the painting and with their, and meanwhile, in sort of the background of the painting is a completely nude woman, <laughs> and he, which he wouldn't even recognize. And see here, like he had to get away with it. Like he had to get away yeah. with not with being on television and working with a naked woman. So, you know, just some brilliant stuff he did. Were there sketches that you remember doing in dress rehearsal that you couldn't wait to do live on air because you were just like, oh man, I, this is gonna crush? No, thank you for Next asking. question, what's your favorite color? No, uh, wait, wait, so but d let's go back Monty to Danny. So Danny. Your favorite color, uh, green. No, blue. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, Danny has remained probably one of my dad's closest friends. That's amazing. Ended up um, uh, presiding over marrying my sister at her wedding. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, he, um, he, he yeah, huh? became a, a became priest a, for, in, yeah, for that amount of time. Which was crowd. very fun. He's I When I first moved out here to California, I had nowhere to stay. I stayed at the Ackroyds for weeks at a time. I mean, they're family. Yeah. I do have a Three Amigos question. Yeah. Did you guys make up your own chant to summon the invisible swords? Hardy, hardy, hardy. I don't remember. That was Steve. Uh, uh, Steve and Marty are, are there trying their invisible swords. In the back, oh, good 100 feet. Uh, I'm holding their horses. And uh, what is it? during that scene, which is a funny scene, no, one, no one's going to remember what was going on in the far back room with me on my horse and, <laughs> and holding their horses. And I get off the horse, uh, or I appear to get off the horse to yep. get on a horse next to it, so yep. my horse isn't tired and whatnot. I get off onto the horse's back, facing the wrong way, so that you can just see my yeah, I've seen yes, it. and you see me do this. This is in the back. I'm figuring out what what did I just do? You know, way in the back. It's the funniest goddamn moment. <laughs> uh, but it's too far away. Did you guys improvise on that? I know you say you're sure. yeah. Yeah. Because you're with three of the best to yeah. do it, right? Or yeah. does it? Does well, it... they couldn't sing for shit. Oh, they could. <laughs> I know. I know. Marty's, Marty's one of the best singers. I mean, it, but incredible. he didn't sing with his with his good voice. He said, and the two of them, Steve, Marty, and I had to save Steve on and on and on through the picture <laughs> from, <laughs> from doing something not quite as funny. Or <laughs> don't maybe don't shit. Remember on that your first? Friends. Oh, come on. Did you guys hang? I'm always curious because the on-screen chemistry was just so amazing, and I yeah, feel we, like you. We yeah. hung out a lot. Yeah, uh, at Steve's, by the way. Mm. They had weekly. Steve, um, can I have a hamburger? Oh, geez. they had weekly uh, three amigos and wives dinners. Oh my God! Uh, Steve, and me, and uh, Marty, mm. and my wife Janie. So we're eating. And Nancy. Huh? And Nancy was there. Marty's wife. Oh yeah, Marty's uh, wife. Uh, anyway, um, he's eating a salad, I guess, at, at that point. I, I've heard salad or mashed potatoes, but I could have confused it. Oh, not just it. mashed potatoes. Okay, so okay, just, okay. It, was, it was something like that. Something but, like that. Um, Wouldn't be great if this was where you revealed that Steve Martin only ate mashed potatoes for dinner. <laughs> That's it. Right? That's all he ate. Uh, 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 no. So he sees a tooth in his salad. Look, there's a 
There's a tooth in my salad. Waiter! Waiter comes over. Uh, there's a tooth in my salad. Uh, takes the salad away. And Steve starts doing this. Wait a minute, that's my tooth. <laughs> Waitress! <laughs> Yeah, call somebody different. I don't want to have the same Anybody. waiter come back. Oh my god! Oh, Todd wrote a funny man. You laughed a lot, yeah. Oh yeah. Do you do you think the off stage chemistry really does impact the on screen fun that you have and how it uh, is conveyed to the audience? Well, no. Thank you. No, uh, I think how it's conveyed. Let's let's think about that word used. How it's conveyed to the. Do you think it's conveyed to the audience? Or that the audience? Hey, are you? I talk. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a child. I'm okay. I'm his. okay with it. <laughs> this is a treat. You can't do anything wrong right now. All right. You can tell sometimes, right, when a cast doesn't have camaraderie, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. And you and you saying that you guys hung out and were buddies. <laughs> if you drink the whole thing with your nose, I'll give you 50 bucks. Oh. 50. <laughs> um, answer, uh, Christmas vacation, for example. Answer that question for yourself. Okay. Yeah. Christmas Vacation, for example, it seemed like that's a big ensemble film, right? Yeah. Like it seemed like, and to me, it, I mean, it is a, it's in my top three favorite movies of all time and I'm not even fucking joking. Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. It's flawless to me. I loved it too. You did? Sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I mean, I was given permission pretty much by these guys, these, this cast member that we were a family and uh, for real and that. They didn't want to see me too upset or this or that. That's what my father was all about, you know. Uh, you know, take it easy, Clark. Or just, you know, that all that stuff. And I come out of that uh, hiding myself uh, near, I think it was a, a water tank or something, drinking some water because I've just... Is this it? when you opened the certificate, the Jelly of the Month yes. Club? Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Jelly of the Month Club sent me into a spin. Back One of the greatest spins oh, of all time. Yeah. But... Uh, the spin really starts when I come back out. That's the blood sucking, heartless, toothless, yeah, yeah, dickless, yeah, yeah, fuckless. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's what I uh, now found I, I could do with the whole family there, you know? Yes. And um, so, oh, you, you get the shot on me from behind my family, waiting and looking. Yes. And me going over words like that. Yeah. But each one of them is holding uh, uh, about a three foot by two foot. Uh, card that has, you know, six of those words. And the next one, uh, uh, so I could just go forever. Oh, Because I wrote them out on the cards. I was just going to ask, how do you remember? Because it's a lot. Well, cue cards. Because you can't re remember that much. But you have to and make it look moment. like Clark is so fucking pissed that uh, he just can't stop himself. You know? So everybody, so you just kind of, and because you've gotten used to obviously get, being good at reading cue cards, so you're glancing down and then just Well, they saying, only had like four words on a cue card, but right. it's no problem. But So at SNL is I can't remember how started. many I wrote though. Uh, what? It started at, S at Saturday Night Live. You, and and they were sentences. I mean, they're long he's, things. Yeah, yeah. he's but continued that. you had to not look like you're reading them. Yeah, totally. Everybody else since then in uh, SNL, you can so see them talking, saying something, yeah. and they're like this. Cute, hello, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like this, you know, like reading. I mean, you can see it, yeah, you can feel it that they're reading it. it takes you out of it. Poor, poor, like Bob De Niro, I love Wait, him, he's a good friend, that. and uh, he doesn't want to come in and rehearse. Everybody else rehearses, not Bob De Niro, so he comes in and does his lines like this. 
<laughs> just a cue card. It's, the audience never knows uh, where he's looking or no, why. No. You know. Just... Well, he's he's continued that though. You have continued that uh, throughout some movies using the cue using cards, using cue cards here and there. Brilliant, Chevy. I I pulled up the actual transcript. You wouldn't uh, you wouldn't do us a a solid and and take us back down memory lane and and read it, would you? Sure. Yeah, really? Do it. Do it. It's just the, yeah. The actual... This is verbatim. The uh... <laughs> right. Frank Shirley was um, Brian Duhamari. Yeah, Brian crushed it. Oh. Again, Randy Quaid. How about mean, when, oh, when I walk into Brian's office, the gift, and it's the, every gift is the same shape. And you're so far away from it. him. And I'm very far away. Uh, and I say something, I don't remember what it was, but something to the effect of uh, Merry Christmas. We got your Christmas card. Yeah. Yeah, he got yeah. your Christmas card. Thank you so much. And he goes, picks up the phone and goes, Get me somebody, anybody. <laughs> That's one of the best jokes I've ever seen. Put it down with the rest of those. Oh, uh, my God. My favorite, uh, one of my favorite lines in the whole movie, and it's so quotable, is when everyone's walking out after you've had, the, oh. you've just showed your buddy the pool you're going to put in, and everyone's walking out, and you go, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my Merry ass. Christmas. Kiss his ass. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss, Kiss, Kiss your ass. Was that this? Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's so just, many. It just came to me. <laughs> I mean, Randy Quaid, was he just a, did you, I mean, because that dynamic is synonymous with like just the great duos in comedy history, for sure. I From know. the sledding scene for to him arriving, to you guys even getting eggnog and he's in a fucking sweater and he's just like bragging to you about it. <laughs> and you're asking <laughs> questions about his fucking trailer as if you're like, you're just trying to make holiday small talk. <laughs> I, I know. I like it when he comes in. Uh, first of all, I love it when he's it pissing in the morning uh, on the back of my trailer. Uh, and he, sa he says, uh, "Shitter was full." And he's still pissing. <laughs> and, then you, and then you turn to Beverly and but, go. But that also yeah. suggests that you don't ever have to see the inside of his trailer. Yeah, because the shitter's full, and <laughs> because it's that small and, and and insignificant that they are. You know, the whole thing is working in the head. That's watching brilliant. It. Even though, like you, like grabbing the. The when things are starting to fall off the rails and what's it called at the top of the banister when it's kind of like loose oh and then you just cut it off and then oh wait it's uh fix the new post oh fix the new post <laughs> but you cut it off with a I've, fucking I've been chainsaw totally crazy my wife's come up to me and, and said Clark please yeah. oh, fix the new post I think that says it all yeah <laughs> then I'm now you know violent where's <laughs> Oh, go ahead. We're still friends, by the way, with Beverly. He talked to her maybe two days ago. Amazing. And she's, uh, you know, around here local. She's a great gal. And, great. Uh, yeah, that okay. on-screen chemistry okay. as well. You just, you felt that it was a true. She is such a good actress. I mean. Amazing. She made it look good. And, uh, you know, yeah. she's, this is the thing about fucking Hollywood is you can't take a woman that good and that fine an actress and st still a fine looking woman and just forget it. You know, just forget anything she's done. Don't give her a job. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's not been in anything. Yeah, and uh, you know, yeah, I know I'm headed there, but so far I've got this show. <laughs> 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 Let me see. I'm reading. Yeah, please. Yeah, that's that's. Oh, thanks. So let's set it up. So it was so so everyone's. You got you finally got your Christmas. Wait, now wait a minute. I'll do the acting. <laughs> oh yeah, I did this. Uh, because it's Jelly of the Month Club, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, Clark? Something bigger? Bigger than you expected? 
Hey, if any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss. Of course, now, now Randy starts moving. Yeah. He's going to get him out of his office. I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye. And I want to, I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, imprinted, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lipped, worm head, sack of monkey shit that he really is. Holy shit. Where's the title now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. That'll oh. cost you a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, oh, dude. <laughs> that, that, I'm uh, never going to forget finished? that. <laughs> Just about. Hey, Caleb, are we best friends? Uh, yeah, Milton. I come to your house every day and stare at your mom's boobs while I eat your snacks. I pretty much think that means we're best friends. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure that you weren't using me for my mom's boobs and my snacks. Yeah, definitely not. Oh, boy. We all have best friends, but do we have best fiends? Hi, guys. I'm Adam Ray, here to tell you about my favorite new mobile puzzle game, Best Fiends. Look, I've played other Match 3-style games, and they don't compare. Best Fiends is by far the best of its kind. The rest are basically the same game with different colors. Besides, Crushing Candy is so 2012, it's time for a puzzle game with something that has something fresh to offer, right? We all want a new game that's fun, that challenges us, and is fun to look at when you're lying in bed and you can't fall asleep because you smoke too much weed. With Best Fiends, you play through an actual storyline, compete with the good guys, the fiends, and the not-so-good guys, the slugs. Your fiends start out as wee baby versions of their future selves, and the more you play, the more your fiends join your team, and the more powerful they become, they help you solve increasingly challenging puzzles as you progress through the game. Basically, it's an action-packed adventure and a brain-boosting puzzle game all rolled into one. That's my favorite type of game. When I'm lying in bed at night, I want to be stimulated and challenged at the same time, so I wake up feeling fresh and smarter, right? There's new content being added to this game all the time, so you're truly never bored. I'm just getting started, but I'm already on level six. And with literally thousands of levels and more added on every day, there's always a fresh challenge waiting when I need a mental pick-me-up. Download Best Fiends, F-I-E-N-D-S, free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends, F-I-E-N-D-S. But don't take my word for it. Listen to the satisfied customers. Hi, I'm Dr. Phil. You know, I've been playing Best Fiends for years now, and it's truly my favorite game because when I'm uh, in the hot tub or, or making toast, okay, for, for my wife, you know, and she's yelling at me, don't put too much jam on them. I'm like, well, shut your fucking mouth. I like to go into my, my study or my library or my sauna and play Best Fiends uh, until, uh, until she goes to bed, and then I can just uh, sli slip into bed and continue to play Best Fiends uninterrupted because I love it so much. So go right now uh, to your App Store or Google Play and download Best Fiends, F-I-E-N-D-S, uh, so that you can start living a better, funner life. We'll be right back. Chevy, that was unbelievable. I'm so glad that you, that you say that movie has positive connotations for you because it's just like right. do you are, are you aware that it is such a staple for everyone's holiday season how cool is that to know that it's at the top of the list well, i don't know that I, I'm you're telling, telling me yeah yeah do you think good. about that stuff about films having lasting impacts like that no i figure they don't have any <laughs> it's a good way to say, hey look a cagney film yeah you're gonna get up yeah um no i 
I just don't really, you know, I have to remind myself that, uh, that I'm good and that people like to see me. On the other hand, I remind myself that that's not true. <laughs> that nobody gives a shit. Uh, their new stars are Harrison Ford or whatever. I mean, <clears throat> and I love Harrison, but he's shorter than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always nice talking to him. <laughs> You're what, 6'5"? No, 6'4". 6'4". 3 quarters something. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that made the falls funnier being tall? I think so. Yeah. There's much further yeah. to fall for yeah. the audience. So. Yeah. Even when you yell, it's like, to me, that's like another weapon in the arsenal that is not when you yell like i immediately think of like alan hey when you're trapped in the fucking uh um uh what do you call it the attic that That whole thing when you see everyone and then even when you're trying to open the window and you smack yourself in the face like there's so many little things that you do that are almost i don't know if they're throwaways for you no they aren't in fact at the time it was all improv and i'm alone they're shooting me uh, the reason we're shooting that scene at all is because we were in Breckenridge, uh, where the skiing done the, the thing was shot, and just had a huge snowstorm and couldn't get out. Mm. So the director uh, uh, said, uh, "Let's let's shoot the scene in the in the, in the attic." And uh, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to say or do in the attic, as we, I think it opens with me standing in the attic or something, and. Uh, somehow getting i'm caught up there and I, you know first i go i go to the door or the, i came up and and do things like not loud enough you know yeah hey yeah <laughs> and you start shaking it and then you even did a real quiet like hey like oh yeah. shit like a realization of yeah yeah, yeah. and then i make my way to the window yeah. that opens up about yeah 12 feet away but uh on making my way i found that there were boards I could walk on. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, I mean, for real, this is for real. I realized that one board comes up and another comes up the other way. So I make it my business to step on the f- first board, which hits me in the back of the head. <laughs> and the next step is on the other board, which hits me in the face. <laughs> Dude, this is just perfect Clark Griswold shit, you know? Dude. So you're just discovering that in the moment. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. dude. Great, truly brilliant. Uh, uh, two more Christmas vacation questions. When the the light, when you're putting the bulbs together, and you know you're, I mean, you read the script at this point, right? You know certain moments are like big key uh, plot points, right? And like getting the lights to work after everything is going to be huge. Is it? I mean, the push in on and your m- face. Meanwhile, uh, a, a shot happens to hit the house, which has bulbs completely <laughs> all over the house. Yes. Like I just been busy, you know. First you see me, nothing really up there, and I'm just setting them out. And so this thought on part of the audience that, that Clark has just come off of the worst adventure on that house with those fucking bulbs and everything, that's there in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. And these are, for me, uh, to leave people with a sense of what's happening but not really show it, uh, you can do it with your face. You can do it in, in some fashion. Like the, when I was doing this, um, I got so pissed, remember, it wouldn't ha- work. Yes. And so I can see uh, the right side of my high. Uh, these, uh, are they goats or they're? The deer, the they're reindeer. 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 Yeah. And uh, he I get so fucking, I know. I see that thing <laughs> and I figure, you know, to myself, uh, it's probably made out of 
uh, you know, just uh, plastic. Uh, no, because oh. the plastics what broke my finger. Oh shit! I mean, I it's probably made of something uh, where it just styrofoam. fall apart. Yeah, you know, styrofoam. Yeah, and so I really hit it. Well, so that's a real reaction. Yeah. Uh, yes, but no. Uh, I would still have done that if I didn't, you know. But wow. no, it hurt, wow. and I had a broken finger. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the idea that Clark can hurt himself uh, <laughs> any time in the film, you know, it's just... but so sweet. Like it was such an affable, relatable. I mean, my dad, uh, we dubbed him Clark Griswold after a while because. He had these, he would just slip, take these spills. He was so lovable. He just saw life through a set of goggles of just want, wanting everybody to have a good time yeah. at no cost uh, or at every yeah. cost. And like st being like, <clears throat> wife comes up and, you, you know, I only got 250,000 more lights. I'm going to staple these, even yeah. if I staple my fucking hand to the yeah. roof. Yeah. Like, yeah. you were like this, like, it, it was such a relatable dad. And even if you didn't have that dad, you're like, fucking, this is the guy that we all want, you know? Didn't yeah. I go back on that ladder that went to the roof and I hit think he something fell and come back off? The, yeah. Oh, hey, you I slid off the roof. Slipped. Yeah. Ellen comes out and says, Clark, yeah. dinner. <laughs> and I've fallen you know, not only uh, into the bush, which was set there by the amazing prop guys, uh -huh. but also on the toilet that was there mm. from the movie uh, with... Uh, no, Wait. there was a movie that uh, no, a movie with Mel Gibson and Mel Gibson and Mel Gibson and uh, oh Danny Glover, Danny. Lethal yeah. Weapon. Yeah. Was it Danny? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Danny. Danny. Yeah. Okay, Danny Glover yeah. and Mel uh, Gibson was called yeah. what? Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Lethal Weapon. They had uh, uh, they had Glover sitting on the toilet uh, and uh, and Mel coming in to the bathroom and there's an explosion, isn't there? Uh, that. Shows the toilet leaving yes, the yes, firehouse yes. and lands on, the, lands on the grass. Yes. Well, we don't want that in our film. So the good prop men uh, just hit it behind a bush. They don't want to have to carry it to the goddamn, you know, oh prop truck. So when I fall out of, uh, into that bush, I am now on the lethal weapon <laughs> <laughs> toilet. That's true. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Little full, a lot of sap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there someone you've wanted to act with that you just like that was on your top that you have almost had a chance to or or have that you're like wow I can't believe I got to to do that? Um, I know Goldie Hawn like that. I mean that was your first one. That was your first. I think I read you took that movie because you wanted to show your acting chops. Yeah, uh, I wanted to show Goldie my chops. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Kay Kaylee, what were you saying? Uh, I think John, De Niro. John, Cle well, De Niro, definitely. Oh, Cleese. But Cleese, John Cleese. Um, who... I, I came up with an idea for a sitcom, a half-hour sitcom yeah. with me and Cleese. Yeah. And how funny we could make Amazing, that. Amazing, yeah. John said something to the effect of, I don't want to write anymore. I'm almost 80. Well, John yeah. tours a lot. Well, he we tours. He tours. We we had lunch with uh, Camilla, his yeah. daughter, oh, yeah. and John. And John tours. You know, doing you do as you do with the showing the movies and oh yeah yeah. And uh, and I tour. You know. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee was telling me about that. I yeah. missed the. Well, I go from uh, colleges to towns to awesome, uh, and usually about uh, yeah. two to three thousand people, and I uh, they watch Christmas Vacation. Yeah. And then I come out and sit on a chair, and they uh, ask me questions. Yeah, that's awesome. You can imagine what my answers are, but yeah. 
nothing good. If it's anything like this, I bet it's awesome. Well, it is. Yeah. You we, enjoy it? Should we plug? I really enjoy it. I'm doing it again this year. The, the next one, I think December 13th in Utica, New York. Ooh. Get there. Is the next is you, Utica. Oh Utica. God, I have to I've never heard of it. <laughs> I think so. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's good. What we'll movie? We'll make sure. Uh, Christmas Vacation. Wow. December, you know. Yeah. Come fun. on. Yeah. It's iconic. It's synonymous with the season. Yeah. Um, He's asleep. So De Niro, De Niro was a was a treat though. Yeah. Like acting with him was that like a? No, I never did. Oh, that's somebody you, you were want asking to. somebody I wanted. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. I always want to be with, with Bob. Yeah, and we're very good friends. I mean, uh, I, I don't. It's become a thing when there's any kind of activity in a in a large gym or something with lots of actors and whatnot. When Bob comes uh, in late, and I'm standing there waiting for him, and and sort of the right next to the enclosure of the door and all these people, and he comes in and he just stands there. And uh, I say something like, I, I don't recognize, he's got a beard. You can't recognize him. After a while he goes, it's a beard. <laughs> I look down, oh, shit, man, you, I can't tell who you are. That's the point, you know. Yeah, he, yeah, a beard, it transforms you. I bet if, Paul Simon had a beard. It would really transform that oh, guy. Yeah. 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 By the way, Paul, I didn't... Paul is uh, one of my true friends. And, yeah. Uh, Just turned 80. He had the, uh, yeah. yeah. But he had the, uh, yeah, he's in Morocco or someplace. Mm -hmm. uh, Ecuador, I don't know. But in any case, uh, Paul, he's an easy fix. Uh, he uh, He's a very intelligent guy. Yeah. I mean, really, I feel closest to him in terms of what do we know about the world <clears throat> but uh he's also very funny when he did the turkey yes uh the turkey and said on uh, snl yeah i i just look stupid <laughs> just stupid brilliant yeah it, that kind of acting is great for me how did he uh so he was a big comedy fan is that why he asked you to be in uh you can call me al the music video yeah unbelievable yeah and i learned that in the limo they sent for me on the way to that show. Yep. Shut the that's fuck true. up. No, I learned it in the car. and It's so, all one take, by the way. Yeah, That's right, one take. 96 million views on YouTube. <laughs> and then at the end of the song, yeah. I'm standing and Paul's next to me, and uh, we're doing these steps that Paul had shown me that all rock people do, you know, <laughs> dun, 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 you know, in these fucking videos. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I'm playing for no particular reason, uh, a uh, trombone, mm. one of the slide trombone, still looks like I know that, and and, and Paul yes. knows what I he's doing with oh, the yeah. horn. But I just get as we go, and I can tell the song's going to end. I get closer and closer to hitting him in the head with the, <laughs> until, <laughs> until he breaks up. You can see he's breaking up. Yeah, because <clears throat> I just got too close. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love how much David Letterman, uh, when I would watch you on Letterman, like adored you. And that to me is- Who did? David Letterman. Adored me? Oh yeah, you could tell. And any well, why time... didn't he put me with those uh, guests at the end of his fucking show? I don't why know. Why do you have six people and Bill oh, Murray? My... I don't know. I knew oh, why. God. Oh really? Yeah, I, I don't why? think I don't think David adores anything. Uh, gotcha. You know, David's who he is, but yeah. uh, nothing seems to shake him. Uh, did you like doing talk shows? Oh, he's great. Yeah. I mean, I I love being on his show. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm just clowning around here yeah, about yeah. not being picked for something. But um, 
Yeah. I mean, do you enjoy like having those kind of because you you were so loose with him. And I think what I enjoy is when someone's bringing who they are comedically and and somebody that just accepts it, vibes with it, lets you be you fully. You know, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, Dave likes somebody to come in and and do stuff yeah. <laughs> while Dave simply uh, criticizes. It. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, I love the guy. It was a good back and forth. Chevy, I do need to know, though. Um, it's three feet long. <laughs> I was, How I did you know that's what I was going to ask? I, I, was I had that look doctor, in my eye, didn't I? My doctor said, I'm still finding the, looking for the tip. <laughs> still looking for the tip. Where's this doctor from? That voice was amazing. <laughs> um, I... Uh, Rolling Stone, when they when they did the um, SNL cast members, they did you were ten out of ranked ten out of uh, one forty one, and the the quote they had in there about you, which I feel like well, is ten just, out of one forty one. What hmm? what's that mean? I think like the top top ten, like the ten ten best out of one forty one. Oh uh, yeah, one forty one what cast members? Cast members in what? One hundred forty one total SNL cast Saturday members. Saturday Night yeah. Live. You were ranked number ten. Well, that eats shit. Let me think. <laughs> Uh, you tell me who's funnier. <laughs> I mean, it's all subjective. I don't get upset yeah, about yeah, it. But I want to give you. I am upset. Here's a compliment. Here's a compliment question. that follows. They then wrote, "It only took you one season to define the franchise. Without that deadpan arrogance, the whole SNL style of humor would fall flat." Give me. Yeah, I break. agree with that. See, <laughs> that I agree with. Yeah, okay. But the earlier part, like, <laughs> where I'm only number ten, I just take issue. <laughs> oh boy. Ugh. Are you guys going to do any more synchronized swimming videos? Yeah. I got to see how that We've was. We've got to do more. Amazing. It's colder in New York and, now. And that so was we Kaylee's. Have, uh, yeah. We were in we the pool. Time. And uh, she came up with this. Uh, oh, and then I started like, what, oh, this, this is what was we hilarious. said. We were in the pool and uh, uh, Emily's. Yeah. So we were us. trying to get my sister's attention. She was work in the middle of a work day. Mm -hmm. So, of course. Up in her room. What we've decided to do is try to synchronize dance to distract Anything her. To get. Yelling her name. Yeah. Really so, interrupting the work day. <laughs> we're, we're there just in the pool. Yeah. And then what do we do with our arms? And then. I, I I called it uh, right snake snake right uh, yeah right snake right snake right snake left snake. Yeah, he wouldn't take regular commands it wasn't right arm it was snake right <laughs> well, he looked, our arms looked like snakes quite uncomfortable <laughs> snake right snake, snake left and then, uh, applause oh yeah. applause I love that was my favorite part yeah a little applause. applause yeah little Make applause heart then, heart on head or uh, right right like yeah. this top of the head yep. and then uh, what was the last thing? And you oh, dunked. We down, down. Slowly dunked. Into I think it was disappear was that one. Disappear. Yeah, but it didn't work out because I could see my back. Yeah, actually. he floated afterwards. Uh, um, well, but we're going to come up with more of these. Okay, but I good. just oh, love. No, we aren't. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wrap on that. No, we're definitely going to do more. Are you, are you announcing your retirement from synchronized swimming no, here? No. Maybe. But... No, because it's good for it's good for your joints. Yeah. Listen, swimming my is so joints? good for you. What are you, you saying? <laughs> okay, go ahead. You have joints like every other oh, human. Oh, joints. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I do want to say I do appreciate how you've crushed it with Kaylee. She has become a dear friend of mine and is fucking hilarious in the sketches, in life. Um, and I know how proud you are of her. And I just More than proud. I got to tell you. She's incredible. We are, we are so close. And I hate like leaving and going back to New York or something and missing my Kaylee. Because, you know, I have to... Two of my other older, oh, well, no, I have 
uh, Sydney, who's the oldest, and Emily, who's the youngest. Yeah. Uh, and she's a bitch. No, <laughs> <laughs> She'll love this. No, no, no. She I, will. No, I love her to death. But, you know, Cake and I, we just meld. We love it. We love yeah. each other. And, yeah. Uh, and she talks, you know, too much. Too much. <laughs> I talk too much. He tells me that a lot. Um, no, but we, we are very close. I'm very similar to my dad. And... Uh, at, you know, that can be terrifying. Uh, no. Oh, in the sketch we did, she, you know, in, in her delivery, like same, like dry, like de the deadpan. Like I was like, oh man, I could just see it. It was really cool. Oh really? Yeah. Her delivery. Are. Yeah. Sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. You did well, and I really loved that uh, when you hosted SNL and you did the whole. Uh, you brought your family up. Do you remember this whole bit? When you brought your, you got real sincere, by the way. Yeah. You know, when you hosted, and you said right away into the monologue, is, and saying how, you know, not a lot of people get a chance to take this platform to speak from the heart, and you kind of said a real sweet, like, and I'm sure it was all real, like that that part of it. And you're setting up, and I'm like, what is the bit here? There's no way he can just do a, a full sweet sentimental opening and then just go lives here. We'll be right back. Uh, and so you set up, and you and you talk about how your family. Uh, made life worthwhile and make, made being a dad. And, and you said all the movies being on the stage was the biggest thrill, but your family made life worthwhile. It was really sweet. I got real choked up watching it. And then, and then, and then you go, and then you go, I want to bring, I told my family to sit up front and not go back to the green room because I wanted to bring them out. So I want to bring my mom out and my two, uh, and my three sisters. And you brought out like uh, a woman who looks, it's just uh, like almost a hundred years old, and then two gals and a and a man <laughs> said these are my three sisters. Not family at all. Yes, yeah. not family they were at all. Just, yeah. just hired actors, People. and then you said, "I'll see." Oh, dude, it was so hilarious. It was just so. They weren't there, my family at all. No, no. <laughs> it was just for the bit, dude. That. It was all for the bit. But your yeah. commitment, you were like, and this is what you've crushed in everything you've done, and I hope you know this is the the balance and the blend of heartfelt sincerity and grounded characters and everything you've done yeah. and then the comedy is just on another level and it's we we've been it's been very rare to see that done like you've done you know Farley I feel like was in a similar boat with you know Robin Williams with the heart but like wow. you the physical stuff and then the groundedness that you have where you always feel like you're a real person even when it's larger than life yeah is Man, should not be overlooked is how incredible it is. I'm thinking about yeah. Farley now and how he was uh, taking so much drugs, mm. and coke and everything. And Lauren asked me to talk to him because he's afraid for him. Um, pretty much the same way you'd be afraid of John for, for John yeah. or her, anybody. So I had him in a little room right off the set. And, you know, I, I said, Chris, I... Uh, we don't want you to be another John. Uh, you, you've got to cut it out. You got to, you know, this and that. And he was listening carefully, and he, uh, uh, <clears throat> he thought that my forthrightness was good. And uh, like I had the sense that he's going to quit. Well, no, fuck, yeah, couldn't uh, stop it. No, he'll just say, uh, "Okay, Chevy, thank you. Can I go shoot my coke now?" You know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But the yeah. fact is, it killed him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were all doing one drug or another when we started the show that yeah. first year. But it wasn't anything like that. It was like um, at the end of the day, Lauren would say, do you want to go smoke a joint? Like in his apartment or something. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Smoking yeah. a joint. But um, 
Do you have good smoking uh, weed stories or days? Does that? Oh, what about the Caddyshack? Caddyshack, we we uh, filmed uh, in um, uh, Florida. I can't remember the town. What are you doing? I, I dribbled water. I just keep concentrating. <laughs> Physical comedy ahead. in this family it just doesn't stop. Anyway, <laughs> so um, uh, Caddyshack. I'm asleep. Yeah. 10 o'clock or whatever, I was asleep because I'd get up early and uh, get prepared. Uh, <clears throat> so it's a knock on my door around 10.30. Yeah, what is it? Come in. And <laughs> Bill Murray and Brian Doyle Murray are now in my in my door. <laughs> Say, hey Chase, got any Coke? No, I don't have any Coke, please let me go. Have any pot? It's not that much of a. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, I know. Oh, I I know uh, Coke and pot uh, next door. Just go, go in. And Rodney was be happy to have him there, so they go in to Rodney's, and uh, Rodney, do you have any Coke or pot? <laughs> and Rodney goes, uh, Yeah. Uh, you see that bag in front of you? Right, there is a bag paperback take it go enjoy it oh okay thanks man. they're now outside open the bag and it's all seeds <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's the funniest thing he ever did it's just hilarious it's like he'd been thinking about yeah, it yeah he prepared oh, it I, yeah you know, knew I know they were sooner or later they're coming <laughs> that's fucking amazing that's pretty good that's um, got to be another one of those sets where it was just constant set. goofs, right? I mean, nonstop, yeah. right? And yeah. laughs. Yeah. Well, they improved. You and Billy improved your scene. Which one was that? Oh, when, yeah, when, in the Caddyshack. Yeah, when in Caddyshack. Totally when you played. I, I, I come in with a, yeah. making sure that I have something that looks as I'm coming in in the shadow of me, looking like a a, 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 a slicer, you know, a huge <laughs> fucking... Uh, anyway, so... The, it could look dangerous or angry for a couple of those shots, and then as I come in, it's just my club. And uh, I'd uh, anyway, I knocked the ball into the Caddyshack, breaking the window. And they show Bill, who's strangely enough, with little sort of um, uh, animals and people. That he makes out of clay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so you know he's done. He's gone. You know, <laughs> and dangerous. There's something very dangerous about Bill. <laughs> and so I come into that thing, and uh, the ball has now landed on. Oh, it's landed on gra a, a fake grass pillow thing on yeah. a table. I haven't broken the glass. And I can I? Do you mind if I play through? <laughs> One of my favorite things, because that's a real golfer's yeah, term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never play golf. Fuck oh. it. So, <laughs> you mind if I play through? And Billy uh, goes, uh, "No, that's good. You have a uh, you have a pool, don't you? Your house. We have a pool. Uh, this is all made up, right? Then we have a pool and a pond. Pond would be good for you. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, when I said pond will be good for you. If you're ever watching it, uh, look at his face, because this is the only time I got him laughing a little, a little, just like this. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. He won't be taken. <laughs> yeah. Did Norm ask you to do dirty work? Because that is one of your, to me, like... Norm we... did ask him to because um, I know that because I was at the house when Norm called. So Norm, because the, the, there's a, a, a fraternity of SNL, but like update guys, I would also assume, uh, and gals, yeah, right? Yeah, I didn't like any of the others. I really thought Norm was on the money. And, gotcha. And when I looked at one of them where he just said, Things like, uh, and kill the queen or whatever. It just okay. not where well, there was nothing to the story, yeah. but he would always just put something in there to made it funny. Uh, I felt I, I I felt very close to Norm, and then we became very good friends. That's fine. Oh, I, this I is, can help him. Oh, this is you and your headphones can hear and dirty work. Is your scene? No, what was that? Come back, sit down. That's you. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm a compulsive gambler. Now I. I know there's really nobody to blame for this but myself. Well, I don't know, maybe the Buffalo Bills, the Boston Red Sox, or Mr. T, or or the Jets. Wait a minute, Mr. T, are you telling me that you bet on the fight in Rocky Three and that you bet against Rocky? Hindsight <laughs> is 2020, my friend. Come back here. Oh, my Come God. Back here. Yeah. Great. <laughs> You're smiling so uh, just brimming. Is what, what are you thinking about? It, it's clear that... I'm a liar, which I love. <laughs> I want it in everything. But so, so like your delivery is just so, you know, careful delivery. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, I know that I'm just, so earnest. Just at the crossroads between uh, something hateful and <laughs> I don't know something delighted. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Know. All right, we'll wrap this up. Last with a quick uh, inside the actor studio ten questionnaire quick uh, questions uh, to close this out. Uh, James Lipton style. Okay. Here we go. There's an asshole. <laughs> Jesus. Hated that man. <laughs> I was going to do my impression of him, but I'll pass. Oh, no, do it. Right, okay. No, no, do it. Welcome back here with Chevy out. Chase. Yep, that's it. Chevy. That's it. Chevy. What is your oh, I'm so close to Chevy. What, yeah. is your, what is your favorite word? I know the best stuff about, uh, you know, Jesus. I just You know that you're just speaking to a sham. We do it. Okay, that's enough. Play it out with him. Yes, honey. He's doing what are you it. directing now? <laughs> yes. Literally, yes. Yeah, Kale, you too. We'll go each he'll everybody gets answered. Ready? Yeah. What turns you on, Chevy? Um, I got a little switch in the back of my neck. <laughs> Kaylee, what turns you on? Oh man. Uh laughter. Chevy, what turns <laughs> you off? You push the switch down. <laughs> I don't know. Bravo, bravo. No, it's perfect. Kaylee, what turns you uh, off? Too much seriousness. Chevy, what is your favorite curse word? Vaginal. <laughs> I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, that's perfect. Dude. Don't question anything. Kaylee, what is your favorite curse word? Um, definitely anything. My my dad has the best because they're all usually off the cuff. Um, One word, Kaylee. <laughs> I would say cock breath. Cock breath. That's good. Oof. That's good. I've it's never a... heard that. You, you said made it. it up. You literally have said that. What is, what sound or noise do you love? The sound of noise. What sound or noise do you love? Farting. I think a big blasting furnace fart. Always funny. Mm-hmm. Always funny. I don't want to get to the point in life where I don't laugh at a fart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, that's uh, sad for you. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) That was amazing. Kaylee, what sound of noise do you love? 
I would, I'm going to actually copy that one fart. And I'm going to tell you, I've seen, my dad used to walk through the room. <clears throat> the only man I've ever, person I've ever met that can fart on command. He would walk through the room no. while I was watching something. On command. And, and trip. And fart at the so no I, I could chaplain do that simultaneously no. fart I, it's like and a chaplain trip. but I, I I fart and then my whole body plunges forward and, yeah. as if it was, uh, the fart was strong enough to you know and then he'd run out of the room that was it that was the only hello while I'm oh. I'm watching TV that's the coolest dad shit ever yeah yeah that, just to make you laugh and it makes my wife uh, want to leave me again. Yeah. And when I called home, uh, when I moved to LA, I'd call home. And when I went to college too, and um, dad would, on occasion, just fart into the phone, just oh. fart into the phone, and hang I out. did. Yes, in the kitchen. And what, did I just leave my fart on the phone for everybody else? That's what I to... realized later. No. is I had put my face don't tell to this that phone. story. Oh. No, <laughs> it's a lie. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kaylee, Kaylee, uh, Kaylee uh, what sound or noise do you hate? That's that's the noise I hear. Yeah, that's the number. If we were playing that's Family really Feud, that'd be one. the number one answer. Oh boy! That's what, per, uh, Kaylee? What sound of noise do you hate? Oh, uh, loud, loud chewing. Yeah, can't loud, stand loud, it. Smack, loud chewing. And that's also Emily's face. Uh, they don't, when we eat dinner, and I'm just going, she'll get up and leave. <laughs> If it's too close. That's a superpower, I feel no, like. It, it, it is a superpower. It's as bad as moist. <laughs> Chevy, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I'd like to be... I'd like to be my girlfriend. No. I'd like to be... Is this a real question? Yeah. I'd like to... Uh, I'm a, I am a jazz pianist, but I'd like to be better and... Uh, and... Uh, even though I played in New York Philharmonic once. Wow. Um, but I, I, it's just not enough. Uh, Brubeck said to me after seeing me up there that, oh no, this was the- um, Rhode Island Jazz Festival. Yeah, yeah. No, no, this is not called that. It's the- uh, Newport. Newport. Newport Jazz Thank Festival. Thank you. Um, Thank you, Brian. And uh, there was a, I was hosting it. And there was a period of time after the first several musicians to what, when there was you know, like a seventh inning stretch kind of thing. And I got over to the piano there and played a Bill Evans tune. It might have been Walter Debbie or mm -hmm. uh, it was largely a beautiful tune of his, which or I'd Alice learned. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I, the audience was settling down and there was Dave uh, in the, uh, in the uh, what do you call him? Offstage. Okay, that's mm -hmm. good enough. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> you're crushing it. Yeah. Anyway, um, he says, "Who needs me? I mean, with you there playing, who needs me?" Yeah. And that was a big compliment. Wow. I loved it. Big and he asked me what the tune was. And I said, "It's uh, Bill Evans' tune." And I could suss that uh, David never heard of Bill Evans, <laughs> which is the worst thing in the world. Oh yeah. Why do you love the piano so much? What is it about it? When you sit down to play, like, what do you what what comes over you? Um, usually I'm under the piano and the piano comes over me. <laughs> when you're no, seeing, no. Do you play for the holidays? Will you play like you got one in the house, obviously, yeah? No, no. I, I'm frankly always embarrassed playing. 
because I think I'm not good enough. It's really true. Because his expectation is all the way at the top. Yeah. You know, so how can you be? Right. What, all right, Kaylee, what profession other than your own would you, would you like to attend? I, I mean, I, 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 want, I haven't gotten far enough in my own to want another one. Good answer. What? Yeah. Far enough than your what? Yeah. A- what? Actor, sketch comedy, and music. That's all my all the things I do. I love I love all of Can't it. Think, oh, yeah, yeah. Think yeah. about another Can't thing. Can't think yeah. about another Absolutely. thing. Yeah. What profession uh, would you not like to do, Chevy? I would not like to be a whore. Great answer. Great answer. Seriously good answer. Yeah. Um, I've seen those HBO wow, documentaries. Wow, I, I can't top that. You know I what don't whores think... are, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. How do you think my parents met? Yeah. That's a nice call. <laughs> I, would, I, would say, I, don't, I can't think I of anything mom. worse. All right, last question. Yeah. If heaven exists, Chevy, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Sit down. And shut up. (laughs) (laughs) What about if he complimented something comedically of yours? If he was a fan of something, what would you want him to? I'd want him to say, um, I saw this. Yeah, yeah, I I know. (laughs) Uh, I saw saw that foul play and it ate shit. (laughs) That's not a compliment. Oh, it isn't? No. Sorry. (laughs) A compliment. Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, uh, nice cock. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's what God's going to say. Okay. <laughs> Kaylee, no doubt your answer will be different. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. if I said that? Yeah. Well, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear yeah, God say when you're um, the pearly gates? Uh, I don't know. You're very talented. You know, <laughs> just, yeah. I guess That's nice. it's good. Y- you think he has time? You for did that? well. <laughs> yeah. Because you have a lot of time. There is no time for me and my talent. Um, this has been uh, one of the greatest days uh, of my life. You're a true Aww. comedy hero, um, legend. And to make time to do this, I can't even express to you how much it means to me. Truly. Try. Um, and <laughs> How much does it mean to you? A lot. Okay. A lot. A lot. $400 worth? <laughs> I mean, if you really, I'll send it if you need it. Yeah. If you, if you have Venmo, I'll send it. Um, your daughter is a delight. It's been a, a, a true joy getting to know her. And, and I know she helped uh, uh, facilitate this. And, um, and I really appreciate it. It's just, and I hope you had a good time. This was. We did. And this is the best girl I've ever known. This, yeah. This girl right here. You crushed it. You crushed it. Thank you.